Walker Kessler has a historic night for the Utah Jazz. They discombobulate the Sacramento Kings, but the Kings light the beam in the end. David Locke along with Ron Boone for postcast tonight as the Utah Jazz fall to the Sacramento Kings. Final score tonight, 121-113. The Kings could never shake the Jazz tonight. That's probably as big a story as anything else. But the biggest story from the Utah Jazz is the night by Walker Kessler. 31 points, 11 rebounds, and 14 of 16 shooting. And Ron Boone. The first person to score 31 and 11 on 85% shooting in 30 years. The last the one to part. do it, Shaquille. It had to be a big guy. O'Neal. Yeah. Had to be a center. What do you think of Walker tonight? I love this game. I, um, and, and I think, as you know, we had talked about, and as Tim Lacone mentioned, you very impressed with the way he ran the floor. Now, obviously, you know, he had one heck of a ball game against Sabonis in Salt Lake City. I didn't think he played that bad against Sabonis, but Sabonis was still a little more prepared for him this time. But uh, the way he ran the floor, and and again, what a percentage. 14 for, what is that, 15? 16 16 from the field. That's remarkable. You know, and there weren't, there was a left-hand hook or a right-hand hook in there from about five feet out. There were a lot of dunks. There were offensive rebound power shots. Uh, creating, you know, I, I think the offensive rebounding of Walker in a league where I think offensive rebounding is becoming more and more important, and frankly, defensive rebounding, in, in the inverse is true. Defensive rebound is going to become the talk of this league for the next two or three years. Offenses are so good right now that you cannot give up an extra possession. And so defensive rebounding is going to be the story of this league in the next two or three years. Teams are going to really focus on it. So if you have a player like Walker who can create offensive opportunities, it is big. His offensive rebounding number tonight looks like it was six of them if I've got... Yeah, no, four. four of, is that right? Four of them right there? Four of them tonight. Sorry, it is dark here. Yeah. Uh, four offensive rebounds for Walker tonight, but he, he just created some of those. The Jazz ran a, a high angle right pick and roll, uh, just pounding the Kings on that in the third quarter. Yeah, really find ways to, to score on basketball teams and, and uh, also, and I think I mentioned this during the course of the basketball game, I thought I saw Walter Kessler use it in dribble handoffs there as well. We haven't seen that that much this year. Um, and he just did so much and running the floor, as I mentioned, scoring in the paint, uh, trying to protect the rim, a tremendous amount of energy, spent 34 minutes on the floor. Uh, so, you know, he's, he's definitely rookie of the year. Let's put it that way. I mean, this was a rookie of the, of the year type performance tonight. Paulo Boncaro has kind of won that award months ago. I'm not quite sure why. Yeah. Um, it seems a little strange that that's the case. Um, but really, what you what you have here is a guy that just continues to grow. And, and what I like about tonight, Ron, is he didn't start very well. He got caught on two pump fakes early by Sabonis. Sabonis came at him. Uh, I, I don't want to go too far, but I kind of think two months ago he might have been a little bothered by it. And tonight he's playing with enough confidence and belief now. I mean, I think Sabonis finishes All-NBA. I think the All-NBA centers are Embiid, Jokic, and Sabonis. I don't think I'm forgetting anyone. Um, Sometimes you look at that, Dave, and you say, well, the process of elimination, you know, and, and it's, 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 does that keep him from getting in that position? And then you start thinking around the league on – on centers, great centers. You mentioned two earlier tonight in, in Embiid and, and Jokic. Now you start searching for that that other guy. You know, is there one? Where is he? 
uh, that would keep Sabonis from being, you know, even even third team uh, as far as in the league. I'm sure Milwaukee would make an argument that Brooke Lopez Brooke deserves Lopez, a lot exactly. for what he's done for that right. team, but Sabonis has had a monster year. He's the heart and soul of the Sacramento team that's the number three mm-hmm. seed. So, you know, you kind of quickly go to Memphis and Denver and Philadelphia and Boston and then anybody else doesn't have as good a record and nobody else has as good a numbers as Sabonis. So, if, you know, you're doing this against one of the elite centers in the NBA and Sabonis was really good tonight, but Walker Walker got the best of him tonight. Like that, there's just no question that Walker was a problem for Demonis Sabonis, who's one of the three best centers in the NBA. Yeah. And I think got a huge amount of respect from from Sabonis and, and Walker Kessler. So, but you know this is a team that's trying to go somewhere. We're talking about the Sacramento Kings. Uh, they're very excited around here, making the playoffs for the first time in 17 years, and, and seems to of all the draft picks and everything that they've done to try to rebuild this basketball team, they seem to be there. They've done, Monty Moore's done a great job to find, holding on to Harrison Barnes, who fits perfectly, adding Kevin Herter for a 2024 first-round draft pick, which I think will turn out to be a great, one of the better trades that were made. They didn't give up, they gave Mo Harkless and Justin Holiday, so nothing, um, and, and took Herter, who was a fabulous, fabulous player, um, and just little pieces. Malik Monk's been a good pick. Trey Lyles has been very good for them. They've yeah, just they done a nice job. They've got a shooter, job. though, in, in Murray. Yeah. They've got a shooter in him. Fourth pick of the draft. Corner three is the story of the night. Corner three actually determined the outcome of this game. The Jazz ended up allowing corner threes to the Sacramento Kings, and the Kings finished the night going five of five from the left corner, and I believe five of seven or five of eight from the right corner. So they went 10 uh, unofficially, and I'll, I'll see if I can get the official number. They hit 10 corner threes. That is the one thing on this zone that teams are taking are suddenly going to, Ron, is going to getting to that corner three. And this is a team that was prepared to play the zone, yeah. which is different than what we've seen before. So what did you learn from well, watching Sacramento, who was prepared to play the zone? Well, they, they knew where the Jazz, were, where they should have get three-point shots because the Jazz have Kessler. This has to go out and challenge some of those. And, and if he's a minute late or a minute, a few seconds late, then they're going to get the open three that they that they count on getting. Sometimes you hope that, there's, that they're not taking chances on whether or not they can get them just to, to the fact that Keith Kessler, you know, somewhere close to the basket. Check a look at that, David. I don't think they got that many. I think most of those came in the first half. They finished the night 9 of 12 on corner threes. The first quarter, they ended up taking, uh, they hit 5 of 5 in the first quarter, four of them all on the right side. They went 1 for 3 in the second quarter. They went 1 for 1 in the third quarter and then hit the dagger in the fourth quarter where they went 2 of 3 on them in the fourth quarter. The above the break three was not good for the Kings tonight. Um, and that's what they were 0-4 in the first quarter of the game. They finished 7 of 31 on above the break threes. Yeah, so I, I thought those corner threes, a lot of them came there consecutively, and it made it seem like it was a lot more throughout the ball game when most of them was in the first half. Jazz were only 6 of 23 on above the break threes. Jazz really don't have a three-point game, but the Jazz took 32 shots at the rim. To the Kings' credit, the Jazz took 20 of those in the first half, and then the Kings tightened up their defense in the second half of this one to take some of that away from the Jazz. Um... One thing that was interesting in this was just kind of the fact that the Jazz, the Kings couldn't shake the Jazz. Do you give that as credit to the Jazz without marketing Clarkson and Sexton that they couldn't get shook? Or to, if you're the Kings, should that have been a little worrisome to you that they couldn't shake the Jazz? Tonight? I really think both. And, and which one do I think w- w- was worse? 
I mean, what's, what, what was worse for the Kings and, and more uh, complimentary for the Jazz, I would have to say going into the playoffs is probably for the Kings because if they, they could not shake or, or uh, and maybe the bench had a lot to do with that, but they just couldn't shake the Jazz from, from staying in the ball game. But then again, we see this, we've seen this all season long. But the contrast between what we saw from Milwaukee and what we saw from Sacramento is the difference between a championship team and a playoff team. Yeah, obviously. Is that a, is that a good one for you? Yeah, that's a good one. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, I thought one interesting thing I wanted to point out tonight, and this talks about Will Hardy's creativity or just willingness. Basically, fourth quarter, Kelly Olynyk played point guard, and they ran pick and roll with Kelly Olynyk at the point, and the picks were being set by Kessler, Dunn, and Horton Tucker, and he actually was really good at it. I mean, I'm not sure you could live by it, but it's an, it, it just shows you the versatility of who Kelly Olynyk is. Yeah, he, he's just everybody loves him. Every team that he's been on, they they've loved him. They know he knows how to play the game, and and he does it play plays it the right way. He sacrifices, I, I think, for for his teammates. And just great teammate, a great team player for the most part. Um, and you have to really like that. Tip of the hat goes to uh, Jarrell Brantley, who had 13 points in 16 minutes. Probably played his best job as the Jazz. All right, let's see what the early votes are for the – in our Andy votes in early. Uh, Walker, Kessler, Kelly, Olenek for the two stars. Lacey, who did laugh at my joke during the broadcast – Goes Walker, Kessler, Abaji, but KO is deserving two, she says. We haven't really talked about Abaji. He started slowly, kind of came around as the night went on. Uh, Ron Boone, who are your two stars tonight? I, I don't think there's an, I think Lacey's got her first two correctly. I think Olenek and, um, and, and Walter Kessler. Uh, that was Andy who had it right. Andy. You're just being biased for Lacey. <laughs> She's our most loyal listener. Andy's right there with her, though. Okay. But I agree. I think then it's I Kelly Olenek and Kelly Olenek as well as Walker Kessler are two stars tonight. Jazz fall to the Sacramento Kings, 121-113. If you're still watching the playoff numbers, it's not a good night for the Jazz tonight as New Orleans goes into the Clippers and stuns the Clippers, 127-108. So that uh, puts the Jazz a little bit further behind and slipping behind the Pelicans in the playoff run. Phoenix beat Philadelphia 125-105 tonight, and Denver crushed Milwaukee. Big one on the east, by the way, Brooklyn over Miami. That wraps us up. Have a good one. Thanks very much. We'll talk to you Monday for Locked on Jazz.